Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Good Game Nice Try, your favorite video game. No, your favorite podcast, period. Not just video games and nerd culture, your favorite podcast. Yes. And with me, as always, is one of my favorite people. I said one of because there's two people here. Sonia Reed. Hey, Sonia, what's up? Well, hi. New year, new us. New year, new us. What's going on? That's right. And, of course, Jen Samples also here as well. Hello, hello. My two favorite people. Aww. And I'm including like also like my family. I'll, you guys are above all those oh, wow. people. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Even your niece and nephew. Okay. Well, the niece and nephew <laughs> take top. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you guys <laughs> you can't, put them on the spot. You can't huh? compete with a five year old. <laughs> all right. It's just That's not fair. But uh, I will say, you know, it's interesting. One thing you guys might not know about this week. I can't believe I have a secret you guys don't know. What? What? One thing. Yeah. This is jinx. Okay. You both hold me a coat. <laughs> One thing you guys probably don't know about this week in this specific episode is... Wait, wait, wait. Are we going to guess? I mean, okay, you can. It's, it's CES and you're super excited. Jen, do you have a guess also? I have zero guesses. <laughs> okay, those are terrible and you really killed the momentum. But I have a, a secret and that secret is mm-hmm. today is my birthday. <gasps> Get out of town. That's right. January 7th is my birthday. Well, happy I'm 25. Birthday. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Thank happy you. Thank birthday. You, Thank you. Thank you. you don't Thank look you. a day over 20. <laughs> That's a hard 20. <laughs> that is a rough 20 first 20 years if I'm 20. You had a you had a you had a fun high school experience. It's, it's, I, I'm, I'm a rotten pumpkin in the sun. <laughs> uh but yes, big birthday episode. Oh, this is so exciting. Episode. This is exciting. Very what's cool. your what's Very your cool. plans? What are you gonna you gonna play some games? What's on your wish list? What are you doing? Anything yeah. crazy? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Well, you know, every year uh, I have a crazy birthday party. Obviously, the pandemic, I haven't had any parties, but I have loaded up. I actually created an escape room based on my life with people who work at NASA and JPL. I'm sorry. I'm what? So this is real, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. What? And so the escape room, is, and it's ready to go, but then the Real pandemic fast. happened, so I didn't do it. I love that, like, NASA is, like, advancing space travel and putting people <laughs> on Mars, and yet they're like, well, also, we have to plan Blaze birthday parties. Because right. <laughs> I have other priorities. Yeah. Like, people, literally people who worked on the Mars rover helped me with this escape room come up with some of the puzzles. Wow. <gasps> yeah. Incredible. And I'm going to do it. So I'm not going to tell you the puzzles, but I will tell you the conceit because eventually I am going Mm -hmm. to do it. But the idea is this. 
Um, you get on this, I'm going to rent an RV and you get on the RV and there's a video that plays and it's, it's my, it's my eight-year-old nephew, but he's dressed as me with a gray You're wig. You're casting your eight-year-old nephew yeah. as yourself? Yeah. And he's like, hey, he's like, hey, uh, you have to help. He's like, I'm, I'm young Blay. You have to make sure to fit, you have to go back in time and fix the timeline so he doesn't become an old, sad, single man. So you have to, oh you have to change the timeline. And so, uh, each, each team gets 20 minutes. And during the whole time, a grim, a grim reaper, uh, my knee, my niece, who's four addresses the grim reaper is slowly coming towards him. Oh my God. And yeah. And you have to save him, uh, before, before the, the grim wow. reaper. Wow. puzzles. <gasps> and all the puzzles are based on my life. So like one is about weight loss. One is about like the kind of comic books I like and all that other stuff. So that oh is amazing. God. I do, again, I really want to reiterate, I love the priorities at NASA. <laughs> I do love that this has made it at the top of the list uh, to get done for 2022. We have not put a person on the moon since the 70s, but let's do this. Because <laughs> they've been busy planning my escape room. Yeah. Right, of course. Uh, that's right. I mean, you know, when I when I turned 40, I had a giant warehouse party and a, my favorite one of my favorite bands, Fart Barf, played, which was great. And I got a five foot tall ice sculpture and all that stuff. So I have to keep amping it up every year. You so. gotta, you gotta one up it. This is, this is it. Yeah. So there you go. Next year, you'll have, now that you have the contacts, you'll just have your birthday on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. You know what? From your lips to God's ears. There we go. There Put we it go. out there. Manifest it. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so big birthday episode, but you know what? I couldn't ask for a better birthday gift than this interview today. That's right, our guest today is a game designer, voice actor, writer, and cosplayer who specializes in digital and tabletop RPGs. He's worked with Critical Role, who we love, and is a GM for Dimension 20. He's got a wealth of knowledge on RPGs, and it was an absolute blast to talk to him. Here's our interview with the one and only Gabe Hicks. We on this podcast, we've talked, you know, numerous times about a bunch of incredible dating sims. You know, we we love the, uh, what is it, beautiful, hot, I always Hot to full boyfriend you're talking about. Thank the you. And you're yes. going to mention Dream Daddy, aren't you? I'm throwing Dream Daddy in I there, of course. How can you not? Dream Daddy is incredible. Uh, Dream Daddy is actually how I met one of my best friends. Uh, <gasps> the voice actor for Damien, Jason LaRock. We we started working on a separate project together and like we were started talking. I'm like, oh my God, you're like Damien's voice actor. That was that was the first route I did. And then we became friends. Well, uh, we had like one conversation, then we had a second conversation, and I'm like, hey Jason, my ex dumped me. I have an extra ticket to Ninja Sex Party. We've only talked like twice. Do you want to go? Yes. He got he got on his train and just said yes. yes! <laughs> and we've been best friends ever since. Hell Those yeah. are the friends you need. Yeah. Those we, are good like, ones. We've been, we've been friends for like Three years now, I, w- I went. I went to uh, Disney World on a vacation with his family like a couple <gasps> months ago. Oh my god! All That's because awesome. of Dream Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I I love the world that we're in now. Yes, this is and incredible. I, I am a I am a Matt Sella cosplayer for anyone who knows Dream Daddy. So if you, if you look up Matt M A T S E L L A cosplay, you will find pictures of my face all across <laughs> Google Image Search. Yes, funniest thing. Incredible. But you've also, I mean, besides having amazing connections through Dream Daddy, you're also working on your own. Yes. Uh, and it's it's like finally wrapping up now. I've been working on a goblin dating sim. Um, and it, it had delays because of like 
people having health issues or just time or availability. Uh, but we've been working on a goblin dating simulator called Hidden Treasures, which Jason is also helping me write yes. on. Yes. Um, and it was combining like tabletop role-playing themes of like rolling a D20, adding a bonus to it. Uh, there are eight different remunciable characters. There is randomly generated events. Uh, there's a story to the back. And like then when the release is finally out, I actually have plans like after the main release to keep adding updates for like the next year, just because it's been like an amazing thing to work on. Wait, so what makes a goblin like, what, what do you look for in a goblin partner? They're green. that's it and like the thing is uh the the way the character sprites are shown you never really see the main like your player characters comparison Mm. so so it's never defined what you look like cool uh it's it's never asked are you human or elf whatever you want to be and like they're never depicted as having to be shorter because like I, i i literally considered like this is it's a different universe that you could pull it into the goblins could literally just be green people for whatever the hell reason sure uh but one of the best things is um in the past a lot of like goblin stuff in fantasy was depicted in like stereotypical or like terrible ways uh one of the best friends of jason and i is olivia who is a practicing uh jew artist who helped me design all of the concepts to make sure we avoided all of like the stereotypical depictions and stuff in the story so that none of that was traced into it cool wow i mean and i feel like i've played so many dating like kfc dating there's so many great ones out there yep like when you when you you know embarked upon this dating sim and starting to do this, what what were some things that you wanted to make sure that you got in that you don't see a lot in other dating sims? Um, when you pick choices of like what you're saying, so like if there's like four choices for a response, the responses have what tone it's going to be. Oh, like nice. it, it's the exact thing that you say, and it would be like if it's sarcastic, it'll say sarcastic in parentheses. It'll say like genuine. It'll say reserved. So you're not just picking something based on what you're reading. You get to pick something of like this is also the tone that I want. That's great. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's really cool. I wish so, I could do that in real life. I, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have such probably communicating it. tone. <laughs> not everybody. Not everybody loves it. it it's gotten to the point where like sometimes. I, I love I love my friends. Sometimes they'll be like, Gabe, I want to complain about something and I want your advice. And I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I need you to clarify. Do you, <laughs> want, do you want my advice or do you want me to make you feel better? I will do I will do whichever you want, but I need you to tell me which so I give you the right answer. <laughs> they could be different things. Yes. It could be very different things. I know. I wish I could just speak in italics. <laughs> yeah. Just like Sonia said, sarcastically. Y- yes. I want to be able to throw that in. Uh, what are, I guess, what are some of the dating simulators that you like or that you've played that you've fallen cool. in love? Dat- Dream Daddy is a, an obvious one. Okay, I got, let's see. Let's see, we got options. Uh, Dream Daddy is definitely on there. Um, there is one that's in development that I've seen that is called the Office Type that is about dating office supplies that have come to life. Uh, that's that's the project that I came to know Jason on. Um, hot to full boyfriend. Wait, what's the what? What would be your your ideal office uh, supply? Oh, hot stapler. So I actually voiced the briefcase. <gasps> oh, yes. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. What? Hotful Boyfriend is a good one. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird mm-hmm. as hell. And that's kind of why I like it. Yeah. God, there's so many. And they're, they're, there's never ending. There's one that was like coming out recently that's like you're playing a Grim Reaper. Uh, and there's also uh, Monster Prom. Monster Prom oh, is one of my yeah. favorites because Monster Prom is unhinged. 
<laughs> does not curse. Oh, it's curse it's, dating it, sim. Like the the characters, <laughs> there's there's the ones that are wholesome, and then there's the ones that are opposite in the best way possible. And Monster <laughs> Prime nailed that. It's like we're gonna give you a hot mummy person, and they're gonna <laughs> ask you. Uh, where they can find like scarabs to snort or something. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? Deal. I'm in for the long run. Like, Let's yep. do it. Yep. yep. Sold. <laughs> Trying to sleep with a mummy would be like, first of all, sand in the bed. I don't need it. Eh? I don't need sand uh, in the bed. Moisturizer. But yeah, but it's like, you know, it's, oh, and then the second thing is like, when you wake up, right, you're cuddling. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so great. And then you mm-hmm. wake up the next morning. And I would just be like covered in bandages. Like I'm all tied up. You ever be like twisted up with your sheets? Some people pay for that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fair yeah. Some, so like, You're if, welcome. If they, if they come with binding, that's literally probably a selling point. That's true. They're pros. That's exactly. true. Good point. Good point. Um, no, I I mean, there's so much into character creation. I, I definitely wanted to ask, you know, I spend so much time in character creation in games like The Sims and in Fallout and stuff like that. And it feels like, I, I mean, I spent hours. It's half the game is making yes. your character. But then yeah. I find that I don't get to see them ever. Yes. And it kind of yep. sucks. But I feel like in, you know, uh, D&D or any other kind of like tabletop RPG, yep. it seems like a lot of pressure in yes. creating your character because that's who you are for the whole campaign. But I want to know what's your first character that you've ever created. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Great question. That's yeah. a great response, and I cannot Ooh. wait. Uh, it, <laughs> it, uh, it was in d It was the first character I ever made. It was a sorcerer, like a, dra- a sorcerer, a human sorcerer that used the magic of dragons. And I remember him very clearly because he almost died in a well. And it oh. was like very, yeah, I was like, this sucks. And then like I, I managed to convince the DM to not let me die in a well. And then there was, how, wait, what's the rating for this podcast? What do you mean? You could say fucking whatever you want, dude. Cool. All right. Uh, so eventually he hit a level where he got like scales on his body. So the party started calling him Scaly Dick. Scaly um, Dick! <laughs> and uh, that led to uh, the paladin. He ended up tying up in a house and starting a grease fire. Oh. And then going outside and convincing the people that the fire was going crazy and we had to stop it so we had to throw water on it oh on a grease fire never uh, pour water on a grease fire kids oh i know oh, uh, and boy. you also know so got rid of the paladin um then <laughs> there was the barbarian who i uh froze his feet and dropped him in a well after he laughed at me falling in it great um And then I I came back to the party, well, what was left of it, and it was just the cleric, and the cleric noticed that the other two were gone, uh, and they ran Uh away. But that was Cross, the burned, (laughs) the burned, and the never forgotten. Scaly Dick's got a body count here. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Scaly Dick's, yeah. Yeah. Was that the same character? I remember you told a story about you put your hand, I don't want to ruin the story, but put your hand and had a spell in someone's face that was very powerful. Nope, different. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's a great, I think I, I watched a video where it was like uh, your best role, I think was. Yes, yes. you want to explain to people what the I, best role was? Uh, I had convinced, so there was a dragon, a red dragon, like an adult red dragon that was like in a cage. And I had managed to get a, a critical success to convince it that I would serve its purposes. So it gave me the ability to use like its fire breath from my palm. Um, yes. And then I walked up to an enemy and put my hand against their face 
and then activated the fire breath later on. Oh, yeah. It was great. Demolished them and everything behind them. And the entire party was like, what the hell? Because none of them spoke Draconic, so they didn't know what had happened about the deal that I made. Oh, my God. I love it. That's awesome. I feel like that's that's why I love role playing games because uh, yeah. it you get these singular moments. Yeah. Like and, and and Sonny and I talk about this a lot, but you know, in video ga- some of our favorite video game moments are ones that we feel are only happening to us. Like I yes. I always say that you know in Fallout Three, like there's a cool uh, building you find you just go down and down and down for hundreds of feet, and as this person's turning into a yep. zombie, you're learning about them, and that feels like a singular moment that happened to me. Of course. Everyone who found that had that moment. But yep. in D&D and, and, and role-playing games, you do get singular moments, yes. which are so cool. Like, And to me, that is the beauty in many ways of, the, of playing that sort of a game. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, and like, I, I think we see it more in like, in, in narrative games that give you random generation. Like it's, that's, I think that's kind of like the beauty of secrets. I th- and I think, I think that's why people seek out like completion like of games like if if you 100% completed a game then you had a very minuscule experience that not many other people share you unlocked the secrets that not many other people saw like it's there's uh, a great example is Skyrim many people still haven't noticed the Star Wars reference in Skyrim I haven't (laughs) there's a reference to Luke Skywalker being in a cave where there is I think uh, an upside down skeleton, like when Luke was in the cave alone and there was like a blade on the ground. And it's a, it's, yeah, it's a Star Wars reference. That's wild. I mean, I was too busy with all the wheels of cheese. I don't know, yep. man. Yep. I was, <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, what, what game did I play recently? I was playing Shin Megami Tensei 5. And uh, there is, there's a reference to The Hobbit in it. There is an Oni on a mountain who and I took a I took a picture so I didn't forget. But there's an Oni standing on a mountain who says, "Far over the misted mountain cold, to ley lines deep and uh, demons old. Far over the misty mountains old." Hundred uh, percent Hobbit reference. Wow, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah well, insane. I guess it makes sense. I mean, I feel like a lot of, uh, you know, kind of nerdy culture influences so many other pockets of nerdy culture. And it's it's a random character that you can talk to that has no influence on the story. But it, like as soon as I read it, I knew it. And that it's like that singular moment thing. Like it's it feels like it's just happening to me. Mm-hmm. But I know someone else had to have had that moment. But it's it still feels exciting because I'm like, there's dozens of people that haven't experienced that, haven't considered that. And I'd almost say that, like, when you have those moments, it's almost more exciting when other people haven't. And then you get to share it so they can be excited about it, too. Oh, a thousand percent. I feel like Skyrim, too, in particular, is really good for that because, you know, there's there's very similar paths that you can take, um, but also very, very different. Oh, yeah. Like, there's so many different classes. There's so many different ways of playing. Like, I, uh, I'm i usually a little bitch when it comes to games like this, and I'll stay back. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to, I don't know, bow and arrow this thing. But then I found um, there was a, a two-handed axe. I think it was called Wuthrad or something, and that was it. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that now my play style is completely different. Yep. <laughs> I am having so much fun with this. Yep. So I, uh, I, was, I was at a birthday party uh, two days ago, actually, and talking to my two friends, we're talking about Skyrim, and I was talking about, oh, we were talking about our favorite weapons. Yes. I was like, oh, the Mace of Malag Ball 
It's hilarious. You know what? You've got it. The yep. funny thing, so it's cause funny because one of my friends, Ed Salazar, ha- had gotten it and we laughed about it because whoever gets that mace, it takes up, when you equip it, half of your view. <laughs> like it's so massive that and I, I just imagine like the character like peeking around this massive tree trunk to try to hit people. It's so, it's you can't really use it. It's insane. No. But it's, it's that but kind it's of a thing. It's like Ed and I had that experience and then my, that my other friend and I didn't, you know, he didn't have that experience. So it was, a, yeah, it's a cool thing. I love mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah, it's it's wild for sure. Mm. Wow. Well, you you I mean, you have so many projects going on. I, mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Like, where did it kind of all start for you? Where did you where did your 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 D and D and and your video game? Where did that all start when you were when you were much younger? Did you come to this late? It was it was much younger, and and I I adore my mother for always. My mother was a very yes and person, um, and I was like, I want to make games and stories and she's like okay how do you want to do it <laughs> and i was like shit i don't know how do i want to do it? <laughs> like, and i didn't I, think that far <laughs> i just i just started writing and like it's it's like like with a lot of creators like some of your old work like it doesn't have to be good but like you just you just kind of got to start you just got to start and then put it out there i the the number of opportunities that i have gotten from shit posting will <laughs> genuinely startle people if they knew if if they understood like the number of jobs like paying jobs that pay my bills that I've gotten from shit posting online about ideas that I'm like this is interesting I kind of want to do this I don't have the time or money to do it now and then someone's like hello Gabriel we saw the <laughs> thing you were talking about would you like to do this it has happened more than nine times. <laughs> God, you're wow. like I don't have the time or money for this, and they're like, "Hello, yes. I will give you the money and the time, yes, <laughs> and the ears. I'll give yeah. you the ears yeah. to do it, yes." <laughs> so it's it's like be it like I don't know. I I'm tired of trying to be normal on the internet. I tried it for like six months and then realized I was pissed mm-hmm. and miserable. And then I just started being weird as hell. And I started getting work and opportunities yes. and attention. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing all that time? Yes. All those people who were like, this is the way you need to do it, were lying. <laughs> well, I, I think, and I think you bring up a, a perfect point and not to get serious, but I do think a lot of people are afraid to be themselves. And I, yes. I think like they don't understand that, you know, it's, look, you can, I think Jim Carrey said it really well. You can fail at something you don't enjoy doing. So you might as well fail at something you enjoy doing and being yourself. Yep. Cause you can also fail just trying to pretend to be something else. So it's like, yeah, why not? I, something, so something I haven't really talked about, uh, but this is a great place to talk about it. One of the first universities that I went to, I almost failed out of mm. because I was miserable and I, Busted my ass for the next one that I went to because it was a tech school that had like digital media, interactive media, game design stuff where I met the mentor of my life who has been one of my best friends for seven years that took me to Gen Con Origins packs without charging me anything. And like that first university I went to, I went to because I thought it was going to be convenient and the right, the, the, the smart choice. And I hated it and basically failed out. And then I worked my ass to prove to this other university that I was good at what I do and that I cared about these things that they presented. And I left on Dean's list. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. And now and now we can ship posts on the internet and do things that we love yes! and get paid for doing cool shit. Yes. They had a like, ship posting incredible. major. And that's what he yeah. <laughs> ba- basically, like my major is interactive media, and people interact <laughs> with ship posts. So that's you're not wrong. It. 
You made the dean's list for ship posting. Yes. That is incredible. It's all connected. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know, we've talked about on the podcast a couple times, just like our local nerd shops growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, I loved going to Future Pastimes. It was called, I loved, uh, you know, I would always go in for, because I collected retro games. But I remember yeah. one pivotal time I went in and uh, I was just trading in some games and I saw some people playing D&D and I was like, what's what's going on? Huh? What's uh, happening over there? But then I got lured into Magic the Gathering and I ended up getting like really hard into that world. But I've always wanted to get into D&D. That's something I've always wanted to explore. I just never have yet. But having... I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm taking you you up on that. that, (laughs) I'm literally a professional DM with so many resources. I have... I will mail you books. Let's make it happen. (laughs) I'm... I'm taking you up on that for sure. Do, do yes. you want we we can play. We can Please. we can literally do a like good game D&D session. <sighs> yeah, I got so fun. I got my Rifts Ultimate Edition right here, baby. Oh, yes. hell yes. I'm ready to go. Let's go. I bet. We're in. Oh my gosh. But you, you know, growing up uh Pennsylvania, yep. what was the what's the nerd culture like out there? Did you have like a nerd shop you'd go to? I or? do. Uh and it's it's relatively recent. It's called the Adventurers Guild. Ooh, and and the other cool thing is they have a lot of secondhand games. Like if people uh, if people were done playing with board games, they could trade it to the store for store credit and then other people could pick up the games at like a discounted price cuz it's it's been played, people have seen it. I go and I go there like every few months to see like what new miniatures they have or new dice or new games. Uh, and one of one of the most surreal moments was going in a few months ago and picking up a game that I worked on. Whoa! Because that was that was like I've been coming here for years and like now I'm picking up the thing that like has my name on it. What the hell? I'm not tearing up. You're yeah. tearing up. It. It it blew my mind because I I've been coming to the shop for years and years and years and like wanting to like see more of this stuff and I'd I'd never even like played Magic the Gathering but I would come like well let me first I've never played Magic the Gathering at the shop I have mm. more more cards than I am proud to admit um, <laughs> but I would like watch people play in tournaments because I was like too nervous and shy to get involved and like even recently I've actually started to play in like some of the games they have there, but go, going to pick up a game that I worked on on a shop that I'd been going to for years. And like, I remember, I remember my dad taking me to that shop like oh. eight years ago. 
So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what an incredible world we're in. Yeah. What an yeah. incredible path. Yeah. It's like a band, it's like a band hearing your song on the radio for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, yeah. truly. Like, wow, that's unreal. Mm. That's so cool. And I, you know, I'm 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 gonna keep looping back. I we're take I'm gonna take you up on that. I no, I'm serious. I have I have a campaign. I have about nine campaigns that I haven't run before uh, and 12 one shots. And I basically just pull them out of nowhere and just drop them in. So we will play. And when you play with me, you will realize I am more of a yes and DM. So if you want to do something, we'll figure out how the hell it works. Because who cares? Who cares about the rules? If you're yes. having fun, fuck the rules. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know. I love that. I, I really wanted to know, you know like when you're, um, when you're running a game, mm-hmm. Uh, and you know you're taking so much input from the table. You're reading people. You're kind of sensing like what what they're working towards. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you kind of already answered it, but I'd love to hear more about like, are you always evolving the game? Are you always oh, changing yeah. it? Or oh, yeah. it just seems like a lot to balance. <laughs> so, so for like Dimension Twenty Freak Week, I had a general idea of what the campaign was going to be for the four episodes. After the after halfway through the first episode, I figured out what they wanted to do. I threw out everything I wrote because it didn't matter. I'm like, who cares? Like they, they were like, we want to explore these things. We want they they started like coming up with like possibilities for like what a conflict could be. I'm like, fuck it, that's cooler than what I wrote. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and they had no idea was the thing. Like they they had no idea that this was supposed to be like more low key, more chill. They had no idea that like I didn't have any of this conflict, any of these secrets, any of these new characters. Uh, but it's it's more like I like building loose worlds. Because I don't want to build something that only I want to play in. That's not fun. And the other thing is, Gabe isn't just a storyteller. Gabe is also playing with all of you. So, like, if there's an area that you think is going to be really interesting and the whole group wants to go with, I'm going to figure out how to make that fun for everybody involved. And then I didn't even have to talk the whole time. Like, one of the, one of the best things about role-playing games, and I, I recommend every storyteller, GM, DM, anything... When you have these moments, make a circumstance where you don't even have to talk the whole time. If you mm-hmm. give them something to talk about, you just get to watch and play off, like play off whatever they do. If they're like, you know what? I think what we need to do next is find somebody who we can interrogate to get into that castle. Then you know exactly what they're looking for. You know exactly what they want. And then when you introduce that, they're like, oh my God, we found it. They <laughs> feel satisfied. You don't have to write about that woman who works at the tavern that is secretly an assassin that was going to try to kill the party and make them sad. Like that can be somewhere else and make it make it relevant for them later. But like one of the most satisfying things is to give the people playing with you the feeling of being right, because Mm -hmm. then they'll do the work for you. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is pretend you're keeping up. So smart. The river flows around the stone, not through the stone. Yep. (laughs) But it really speaks to like how collaborative of a process it is. Like yep. again, you're you're not constraining them to this box in this narrative. It is just like a big collaborative sandbox. You can just play and have fun characters in. Exactly. Cuz like no matter no matter what no matter how engaging your story is to you, if it's not engaging to the people you're playing with, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're going to get pissed that they don't care about this thing. But it's like did, did I ask did I did I give them a reason to? If if I'm not having fun, why should I expect them to? Yeah. Thousand percent. It's also like it's interesting. Like, I think like the mortal sin of 
you know, uh, you know, dungeon masters or game masters is wanting to be the center of attention. And I think that yeah. unfortunately that happens way too often, but I think the best like you, and, you know, we talked to like Matt Mercer, we've talked to a few yeah. and they're always like, I'm here for the players. I, it's yes. not about ego. It's about, you know, like, yes, Andy, like you're saying, but yeah. One, one of the absolutely. things I love about Matt is when, when Matt is watching someone play, there is, an indescribable smile in his eyes. You can see every moment because Matt sees them role playing, and he's just like, "Oh, ooh." ooh. <laughs> he's planning great. his next his exactly. Next I love it. I live for it. Wait, so what are Gabe? What are you playing now? What are you What are you playing ooh. now? And what are, are there any games that you're playing that you feel like more people should know about that we should play? What What What's Yes, it's got your uh, brain. Bubbling. I'm I'm obviously back to Skyrim because they've taken my money seven times over the last ten years, and they're going to take it six more. I accept it. That's <laughs> fine. Um, but my favorite game that I think everyone should play, and it, you can play it in like an hour. Uh, it's called Sayonara Wild Hearts. Oh my gosh, so underrated. Yes, it's I so love that you know it. Beautiful. It's, oh my I, gosh, I play that game literally like once a month as like my detox, relaxed game. The oh. colors are beautiful. It's themed around tarot. It has one of the most amazing soundtracks I've seen. And like, it's it's the game that I know what's gonna happen. I know what the patterns are. I still love getting to watch that same narrative experience and just play through it. And it's all of these different like mini games that still have a rhythm vibe to it. You can find the soundtrack on Spotify. Absolutely recommend it if you've oh never played gosh. it. It's, it's a so beautiful good. game. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. That blew my mind. That blew Me my too. Mind. Me too. I was, At like, the end, oh. Yes, and she just she just makes you feel good. She just makes you feel good about all of the choices you've made. I'm like, you know, thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought up that game because it deserves so much more recognition. It truly does. And it's so satisfying. I mean, just playing through the entire thing, but then also going back and getting three stars. Oh, I bought that soundtrack on vinyl. Yeah. So, so good. Um, okay, so then I'm going to throw another one. Have you ever heard of Ember? I haven't. So Ember uh, is a game about being a firefighter. Uh, and the fi- it's it's very, like, like comically themed in the artistic design uh it's and it's it's like kind of like a fun game it's it's not very serious uh fight fires with friends for fun and profit and you like can get a spray gun you get an axe you can get like a trampoline you can throw on the ground you can throw people on the trampoline and hope that they don't die uh you get a grappling hook and, and like it's it's one of the weirdest games that I've played. It's the kind of game that like you feel like you're a little high playing it, but like just enough to have a good time. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's yeah. how I want to ride into a game, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also the game that like it gives you different missions. So you can you can play one mission, you can play eight missions. It's very easy to pick it up and put it down. Uh and nice. I've 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 got to think about like 36 hours in that. But like for comparison, a mission only takes like Six minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I've 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 put some time in that. Uh, Gabe, I hate to say it, we're almost out of time. Oh my god! Uh, but we love to end every interview with asking our guest their best game and worst game. So their least favorite game and their most favorite. Let's start with least. Uh, I think that it's incredibly well designed. It was not for me, 
because of how like how well designed it is. It was a game called Sailwind, and it allowed you to like actually sail a ship. It involved uh, taking the rope off the dock, controlling Whoa. which direction the sail was, unrolling the sail, dropping oh, and wow. raising the anchor. It was incredibly like well designed and so compli- like so complicated to the point that people who know sailing would love this game. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And to get my ship to dock, I had to literally get out of the boat and push it to dock. It took about about 20 minutes real time. The worst part was I was doing this on a stream. (laughs) So people were seeing me like progressively get like more rate. And like the, the, the fucking physics were so goddamn good that like the water was raising and lowing. So, So when it lowered, I got beached again and I had to wait for the water to raise so I could push my damn boat. Wow. Like, and afterwards, I was like, I'm upset how impressed and rage-fueled I am right now because it was agonizing and it was also really damn well done. <laughs> You're like, I'm mad that it's so good. Yeah. Yes. Do, you, do you have an appreciation now when you see people on sailboats? You're like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> hell yeah. No, I couldn't do that shit in a the game. They're doing this in real life. And if they fuck <laughs> up, they die. Like, I <laughs> just... <laughs> Stakes are a little higher. Exactly. Unreal. All right, so not sailboat simulating uh, yes. game. Stay yeah. away from from the sails. What what about the, your best game? Your favorite game? Uh, right now, it's so it's a game called Mecha Knights Nightmare. Um, and I I love Gundam. I love like the the mech anime kind of thing where you're fighting against hordes and hordes of creatures inside of a mechanized suit. And I found this game spontaneously. I turned it on. I turned on a soundtrack. Uh, and that first day, I dumped eight hours into this game. Yeah. Like, oh. you are literally just plowing through hordes of enemies. Uh, you unlock a whole bunch of different weapons. You can change what your left shoulder, right shoulder, left hand, right hand weapons are. You can change the equipment on your legs, on your torso, on your head, on your arms. They have different stats. They have different recharge rates. You have to oh call for an evac. There's like an unlimited horde mode. I was like, this is like the anime fever dream that I wanted. Yes. <laughs> Very in depth. Play it before oh bed. It will be. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Like I, I kid you not. I literally had this thing. I had like uh, a soundtrack from an anime called Alden Noah Zero that was like a big mech anime. I had that soundtrack blaring in my head, and I'm like control. Yes. Like I got, to, I got to point where I was like, kind of like almost like narrating in my head what like this character could be. Like it, it became real to me. Like as if I was like, like kind of like the VR thing. And I'm like, this is everything that I wanted. So I bet that spawned it. a bunch of amazing ideas for some good. Uh, oh my God, yes. Good campaigns. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. Gabe Hicks, thank you so much. My pleasure. We can hopefully embark on an adventure very soon. Hell yeah. Let's make it happen. All right. Well, thanks to Gabe for stopping by. Man, I cannot wait till we start our own tabletop RPG. I'm very excited. G3. G3, baby. Oh, my gosh. RPG3 is what we'll call it. (laughs) We're Uh, (laughs) going to workshop that title a little bit, but stick around (laughs) while we take a sidebar on that one, and uh, we'll be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. All right, we're back. So, guys, we're a week into the new year. Mm-hmm. 2022. And I feel the same. Nothing's changed. What? It's all the same, Aaron. It's almost like we recorded this back in 2021. What? Don't break the magic. <laughs> Don't break. It's live. We're doing this live. <laughs> well, new year, new us. We've got, uh, you know, the one thing that is changing, our roster of games. Yes. We've got a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones coming out. Got a lot of good stuff coming out. And I would love to know, what are you guys? What's uh, on your radar? Uh, well, you know, I ate a little bit of crow last year because... Is that a saying? Yeah, I've eating crow. I've never heard that's that in never. my life. That's a, guys, that's a saying. Read a book. Read what? a book. Uh, <laughs> but, I, and so, because I just shit all over Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, oh, mm. robot, dinosaurs. Uh, and then I got obsessed with that game and absolutely love it. We talked to Ashley Birch last year, uh, the voice of Aloy, and I could not be more excited for Forbidden West. I'm Oof. so pumped. And I'm like not watching trailers because I'm just in. They have my money. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I want to second that too. Horizon Forbidden West, definitely top of the list. I do. I will say, and I think I've talked about this before, I still have an Aloy wig somewhere. Maybe awesome. maybe this is the year when yeah. I finally make it happen. We said we were going to go as a cosplay yes. duo, and you're going to be Aloy, and I'm going to be the shrubs you, <laughs> you hide behind. I didn't forget. I didn't forget. Wait, what can Jen be? Jen's got to join. I'll be a robot dinosaur. Hell yeah, Ooh. you will. Perfect. <laughs> you could be Nyx. Nyx is cool. Okay, perfect. Nyx All is right. a badass. Hell yeah. Done. Sold. I love it. Um, <laughs> I love yeah. It. Jen, what's uh, what's on your watch list? I'm well. There's actually like a few games that I feel like I need to to play the first ones because I'm preemptively excited for the second. Mm. I've never played God of War, but I'm like, well, now oh. I need to play it before God of War Ragnarok comes out. Same with Breath of the Wild. But what I am very excited for is um, the Hogwarts Legacy Harry Potter open world game. Oh, yeah. Because it takes place in like the late 1800s. And oh. just that seems like it's going to be a fun world. We'll see. I don't know. Wait, what's the conceit of that game? There's not a lot of info on it, to be honest, but just like an open world Harry Potter in the world of Harry Potter in the late 1800s, you play like a wizard. Wizard, wizard open world. Yeah. yeah. What else do you really need? Let's go. Yeah, the new God of War looked, the original God of War, we did a clueless gamer with Bill Hader, which is oh, that's you know, fun. up there for one of my favorite just life experiences. <laughs> uh, that sounds was incredible. Really fun. Um, yeah, the new one, I can't, I'm excited for that. Starfield. I right? was going to say, yeah, Starfield is way up there. Um, of course, like, like Jen was saying, Breath of the Wild 2, definitely, definitely way up there. Have you seen anything on Ghostwire Tokyo? No. It's like a, um, it's like a horror-looking uh, action game, but it's based in Tokyo. Cool. And it looks really cool. I think it looks really cool, like a Japanese horror game. Oh, this does look cool. Yeah. Set now or future? Uh, good question. I might be. 
now I mean, Tokyo is in the future. Any there, there already. <laughs> there it are, feels like the future when you're there. They're already ahead. But uh, I would say another one that's definitely on my list that I, I, I mean, I'm a crazy cat lady. I just want to play Stray. Oh, it yeah. looks so cute. I'm, I'm in it. So, and not just cute. It looks like beautiful. it looks fun. Yeah, it looks, it looks really fun. It looks beautiful. beautiful. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the life I want to leave. So. I agree. And, you know, it's it's funny because, Sonia, you know, last year you and I went to the Game Awards and we kind of had this conversation while the Game Awards were happening about a lot of the games looking very similar, mm-hmm. like Giant Mech or Crazy Wizard. And then there's a big bad guy at the end of the trailer. And so I'm really and, – and when we had that conversation, I realized I'm really drawn to games that are different. Yeah. Stray looks different. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing for me, that it is just something different. Like, again, last year uh, with Deathloop, how it has a lot of similar elements to other games, but it is it was something different. But Stray, I mean, I don't think I've played a game fully as a cat before. So I'm, yeah, I'm game. I'm in. <laughs> I always liked, uh, you know, Super Mario 3 when I was a cat. Aw. But, you know, then now it's like that, but the whole game. Yes, that's all I could ask for. And it's it's kind of like like neo-neon-looking Tokyo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks, yep. yeah, very like- Aesthetic. Like, yeah, like like uh, wet streets at night and the neon glow and like mm. all that stuff. Yeah. I What is the worst animal to put at the centerpiece of a video game? Like what's, like, what's the bat? <laughs> a you beaver? said that so fast. It's like you already have thought about this. I'm so sorry. Actually, I might need to redact that as a Canadian. I feel like that was the Ooh. wrong answer to say very quickly. But uh, uh, I mean, I can't picture a good beaver game. Well, part of it has to be gnawing on stuff because I I think if beavers don't like chew on stuff, their teeth their teeth grow through their lips. Oh gosh. Sorry. Yeah, and if there's, I, I also read, some, now we've got all these beaver facts. I also read that yeah, <laughs> if they hear running water, like they just have to build a dam, yeah. like no matter what. Like as if they yeah. hear running water, they have to stop it. So, you know what? Actually, shout out indie devs. I feel like we're feeding you. This really could be good, a great beaver game. It kind of does sound like a really fun game <laughs> that I'd be into. I mean, actually, though. You have to defend your dam. Oh my god! That could be the title of the game. Defend Defe- your yeah, dam. Yeah, defend your dam. Oh my damn god! Damn defenders! <laughs> damn damn defenders! Defend. And it's like it's a whole thing where it's like you have to build a dam. It's it's kind of like don't starve or something, you know. And you have to like, it's like a survival game, mm-hmm. right? And okay, like with permadeath, wow. with permadeath. Yes. You're welcome, Canadian indie devs. Damn. See, damn. Sorry. Wow. I quit. Damn um, defenders. Yeah. There we go. Wow. My well, I redact my statement then. Guys, we can't help but come up with genius ideas all the time. It's just, it's in our blood. It's true. It's in our blood. In our blood. Wow. All right. Well, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, there's just so many great games coming out this year. And I think it's, the other kind of thing I'm I'm excited about is we're just starting to see the power of these new consoles. Mm-hmm. All these other games were kind of like, they had to do that weird thing where they're all on you know, X, the, they had to bridge the gap a little bit. But now I think we're going to start seeing games that are like, wow, this is just made for next-gen consoles and they're going to look spectacular. Yeah, especially now that people are actually hopefully able to get the consoles. Yeah. I feel like now, since they're actually in people's hands, they're in people's households, mm-hmm. um, you know, the first game's kind of coming out for, I mean, I just, you know, playing The Last of Us 2 on a PS5 was just like un- yeah. unbelievable. And Miles Morales looked 
absolutely incredible. So having some like really solid benchmark games coming out at the beginning. Um, God, I can't wait. This year's going to be crazy. Onwards and upwards. That's what I say. Absolutely. Well, if you have any games that are on your radar, I want to hear them. Shout us out, Good Game, Nice Try on Twitter. I want to see what you, what you, what you got. What's coming up that you're excited for? And uh, yeah, that's about it. Any, any final thoughts? I couldn't think of a better way to spend a birthday. Aww, again, everyone tweet at Aaron Blair. Wish him a happy birthday, and we'll see you all next week. Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Becton, with engineering and sound design by Chester Guazda. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Lisa Berm. Music by John Danik. Danik, 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 Danik. You better get me a present, Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.